everybody, Jeff Antoniak here, Digging Deeper Jazz Videos. Thank you so much for being here today. So today, I wanna talk about this very cool rhythm. It comes from Brazil, and this is something that we can all use. I don't care if you play a melody instrument like I do, guitar or piano, a comping instrument, also a melody instrument, drums, it doesn't matter. This rhythmic stuff applies to everybody. And what I wanna talk about today is this rhythm called Partido Alto. Now, uh, full disclosure, I'm a white guy. I don't know if that comes across on video. I'm from Canada. I don't know if that comes across on video, but that's kind of far from Brazil. And my heritage, I'm uh, mostly Ukrainian. So Ukrainian white guy from Canada talking about Brazilian music. Yeah, I know, I know. Stay with me here. This is gonna be some good stuff and how we use this rhythm. Now, I will say that when I was a kid, I lived in Nigeria, in West Africa. Well, it turns out that the West African influence was very, very strong in Brazil. So this rhythm, we can sort of trace back to West Africa, which I found very interesting. I ended up studying ethnomusicology when I was in college, and this was fascinating to me that the underpinnings of jazz and Afro-Cuban and Brazilian, all this music that I love, happens to be kind of, you know, partially the area where I lived as a kid. So let's dig into this Partido Alto. Now here is the rhythm, I'll put it up on the screen for you, and it is a two measure rhythm. And it sounds like this, I'll play it slowly. One, two, three, four. 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 One and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two, three, four. One, two and three and four and one and two and three. That's pretty good for a guy from Canada, right? So this instrument I'm playing is called Gonkogwe. So this is a Ghanaian instrument from the Ave people. Anyway, so this African instrument became the Agogo bells. And so we see many of these instruments playing Brazilian music and so much else. Now, um, this rhythm became very central to some styles of samba, Partido Alto. Now, um, this is something that guitar players will play when they're comping on a bossa nova. We, we hear that with Gilberto and so many others. Um, this is a great, as I said, comping rhythm. We hear drummers, as they're playing samba, using this, comping this on the snare drum. Now, of course, there are plenty of folks out there who are much more expert in Brazilian music than I am, but this is a fantastic comping line for any instrument. But what I want to talk about today is just getting this so we can play it. It's this very cool rhythm that is challenging to play on many instruments. It's going to make us very good at Brazilian playing, but it gets used so many other places. <laughs> Okay, so I just played item number two on the sheet. It so happens, pure luck, the number of notes in this two-measure pattern of Partido Alto is the same number of notes as a major scale going up and down. 
that doesn't mean anything. It happens to fit. So here's what I'm saying. Most of you know your C major scale. Why not play it with an interesting rhythm for the next 20 years? You played it 20 years this way. How about let's play it 20 years with the Partito Alto rhythm? So let's get used to this. Now, I've been working with people on jazzwire.net. Many of you that have seen these videos have heard me talk about Jazzwire. I'm so excited about what's going on there now. Talking with people about their practice and talking with people about what they need to work on in their playing because people send me recordings and I give them a playing evaluation from there. It's very cool. When I say people, these are all adult amateurs and semi-pros. So if this may fit the bill for you, please go to jazzwire.net. The reason I bring it up is what I'm hearing from people is how difficult, and I know how difficult it is to articulate a note. Well, did you notice how I was playing this? Was this very legato? Well, it's not. You can see on the sheet, it's marked uh, with these housetop accents, short. Did you hear that? Bum, 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 bum. I think the fourth note, I chipped a little bit. I squeaked a little bit. It's hard to get these wind instruments to start and stop on a dime like that. Now, if you're playing guitar or bass, there's some muting or some coordination between the hands. You have to stop the note. Now, on piano, of course, it's, it's a percussion instrument, maybe a little easier. On drums, we don't have to worry about the end of the note. But here we have to worry about the end of the note. Let me try it without screwing up this time. That takes a lot of doing. It really does to make sure my tone is thick as I'm playing those short notes that I'm not playing with a squished, uh, nasally, all the things that can go wrong. So, wow. So again, this, this is the kind of stuff we're working on at Jazzwire. How do we take something we know and put a little new spin on it? So how about learning this amazing rhythm? So I, I just put, there's a thousand ways we could use this rhythm in our practice, but I'm suggesting why don't we play this rhythm over and over, like for five minutes a day? There's a zillion ways we could do that. So I just played five or six scales. I think I went down chromatically was one example. So the third example, this is an arpeggio I like to practice and improvise with. It's a dominant seventh arpeggio with a flat five. Don't even worry what it is. It could be a regular dominant arpeggio. It could be a major seven arpeggio. It could be a minor seven. I put this one up because I like it. So let me play this around the circle of fourths with Partido Alto. <laughs> great practice idea. Now, I'm not sure if you could, hopefully you could feel it. Maybe you could see my leg. I was tapping my foot on one and three, on one and three. That's the samba feel, the parent rhythm of a samba. One, two, three, one, three, one, three. So that's how I want you to feel it. You may set your metronome, maybe that was something like 90, setting your metronome to 90, which was really 180. Quarter notes were going one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. But I set my metronome to half that. I want that half note feel. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. 
Just practice this rhythm. If you're not aware of the Partido Alto rhythm, wow, what an amazing sound. What I want you to do is uh, listen right now. I'm going to put on uh, a little bit of some comping, and you can hear the drummer using Partido Alto and improvising around it. Check this out. So perhaps you could hear that going through on the snare drum, right? Now, I think a lot of us, we've all heard Brazilian music for a long time. Many of us have heard Brazilian music for years, for decades, or, or we've heard bits of African music, and we're aware that it's rhythmic. And if we want to sort of fake it, we'll just sort of make up some rhythms and say, oh, I'm sort of playing Brazilian, I'm playing rhythmically. Well, turns out that there's actually real rhythms that we play, right? You can't just make up harmonies and say, oh, I'm playing harmonic jazz. Well, no, turns out there's actual harmonies called two five ones. That's an interesting thing to point out, though, that um, in Western European-based music, we have names for melodic sounds, right? We have names for a major scale and a minor scale. We have names for harmony, right? This is a dominant chord. This is a half diminished chord. But we don't really have names for rhythms. Oh, here's the Mozart rhythm. No, there's no such thing, right? But in African-derived music, it's almost the reverse. The harmony, if we go to traditional African music, is sort of a byproduct of melodies, maybe. But the important thing is the rhythms have names. This rhythm has a web page. <laughs> if you Google uh, Partido Alto, you're going to see the Wikipedia page and a zillion more based on this rhythm, which became a style, which became everything else. So this is a big deal. Wow. So deep. You know a rhythm that has a name. That's pretty cool, right? So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put on a little uh, backing track and play a samba that I love called Samba d'Orfeo um, by Luis Bonfa. And I'm going to use this rhythm. I'm going to start sort of with a repeated note, just partido alto over and over and over again. And then I'm going to start improvising, but using only the rhythm. At some point, I may put in a couple notes around the rhythm, but it's still going to be 98% the rhythm. Here we go. So some people may say, wow, that Canadian guy was improvising rhythmically. But now you are hip enough to know 
that I was using the Partido Alto rhythm. And at this point, it may be just sort of this, it, you may not be exactly hearing it, or you couldn't quite identify it tomorrow morning. Well, I tell you what, practice it for five minutes a day using in your scales, in your arpeggios, everything you can imagine. And don't just do it over a Brazilian groove, put on a blues, put on a B-flat blues and improvise it over the blues. Get used to this rhythm. It's on beats and off beats. That is all it is in a particular pattern. So now, when you get invited to a really cool Brazilian uh, like cocktail party later this week, and you show up knowing about Partido Alto and you're the hit of the party, who are you gonna thank? You're gonna thank Jeff. Okay, <laughs> good. I don't know the last time I've been at a hip Brazilian cocktail party, but I know what I'm gonna talk about when I get there. Thank you so much. Uh, if you would like this PDF, please write us. I'd be happy to send it to you. Here's the thing, next week is part two. This is part one of Partido Alto. We're gonna develop this next time. And of course, if uh, jazzwire.net sounds interesting to you, come on over there. We'll talk and we'll uh, get you involved. Thanks so much, guys. Take care.